Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. VDOT is urging drivers to get going as soon as they can to avoid weather hassles. A young man on a scooter was chased by D.C. police more than two years ago and was killed in a crash. Tonight, a verdict on the trial of the two officers giving chase. And on Wall Street, the Dow picked up 527. It's 7 o'clock. Ukraine's president in Washington, D.C. Thank you so much. Great honor to be here. An Arctic blast moves cross-country. Winds up to 50 miles an hour and wind chills as low as 25 below. January 6th House panel's final report. The report will now come out Thursday. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Now in the U.S., Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky, who this hour addresses a joint meeting of Congress, making his case for receiving more U.S. aid in the fight against Russia's invasion. It comes after an earlier meeting with President Biden. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Ukraine's president was dressed in green military fatigues as he spoke to reporters in the East Room. Volodymyr Zelensky said there would be no compromises to achieving a just peace. He said he owed that to the parents who've lost their children. What is just peace for them? President Biden pledged. The American people have been with you every step of the way, and we will stay with you. Congress is poised to pass an additional $45 billion in aid, and the U.S. will train Ukrainians to use the Patriot Missile Defense System. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Just in, Bahamian authorities say former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried has been extradited to the U.S. to face criminal charges. Last-minute runs to the grocery store in the Midwest in Kalamazoo, Michigan. It's good to get out and get it done now because the storm is coming, so you have to have food. Chicago is expecting snow, powerful wind, and wind chills that could dip to 25 below zero. In Georgia, Governor Brian Kemp warns of high winds and bitterly cold temperatures tomorrow. The storm comes at one of the busiest travel periods of the year, and according to CBS News senior travel editor Peter Greenberg... Even though the airlines are now offering waivers in some of these areas to be able to rebook your flights at no penalty, they're letting you rebook your flights at a later date. And what that often means is after Christmas. So you may be spending Christmas at home if you haven't been able to get out by now. The January 6th House Select Committee is preparing to release its final report tomorrow, a day later than expected. It will include 34 interview transcripts. Republicans have released their rebuttal, which focuses on security failures on January 6th. The lifting of Title 42 asylum restrictions is on hold, but Texas is ramping up efforts to slow the surge of migrants crossing from Mexico into El Paso. Reporter Chris Fox. Texas Governor Greg Abbott ordering the National Guard and state troopers to form a line on the banks of the Rio Grande in El Paso, armed with rifles and razor wire. Putting up more elements of what will constitute a blockade to make sure that the people who were crossing into El Paso should be blockaded. Texas Department of Public Safety has also resumed enhanced vehicle safety inspections for those crossing bridges from Mexico into Texas. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 703 here on WTOP. It's Wednesday evening, December 21st, 2022. Right at freezing, 32 degrees in Reston tonight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Brendan Hazelton. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. If you think it's chilly now... Uh, Just wait. A blast of Arctic air is heading toward our area, and it's coming just in time for Christmas weekend. 
Here's Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper with more on what you can expect. We'll be tracking rain and a wintry mix in spots early tomorrow morning and then rain throughout the day. But the biggest focus will be on a sharp temperature drop Friday from 40s early into the teens and 20s by the late afternoon and evening hours with strong winds gusting up to 40 miles an hour. A flash freeze Friday during the late morning and midday hours would be worst case scenario, something we are monitoring, but believe it is pretty unlikely, thankfully, across the region. And then Saturday and Sunday, we'll have wind chills in the single digits and teens, even some sub-zero wind chills Friday night into Saturday. Now, a winter weather advisory takes effect at 4 a.m. tomorrow in Frederick County, Maryland, and for western Loudoun and Fauquier counties in Virginia. VDOT is urging you to hit the road soonest, as in ASAP. They say it's important that people are not stuck on roadways during ice and freezing rain. And Maryland State Highway says its crews are performing anti-operations in Allegheny and Washington counties. As a preventative measure, they say Garrett County, it's got plenty of residual salt on, on the pavement already from a previous storm. Stay with your weather alert station, WTOP, throughout the holiday weekend for the latest conditions every 10 minutes on the 8th. And speaking of anti-icing operations, kind of the same regions. Jefferson County, West Virginia Public Schools, they're closed tomorrow. Jefferson County, West Virginia Public Schools shutting down tomorrow. You know that anytime we've got bad weather, you can get closings and delays at WTOP.com. It was a chase of a man on a scooter in D.C. back in October of 2020 that led to a crash that claimed the scooter rider's life. Now, two former D.C. police officers involved have been found guilty of criminal charges. The two officers, Terrence Sutton and Andrew Zabowski, both in separate patrol cars at the time, are accused of chasing 20-year-old Karan Hilton Brown after he was seen riding a rented scooter illegally on a sidewalk. The officer's chase of the man, which prosecutors called a game, would end with another car hitting Hilton Brown and the D.C. man dying later of his injuries. A jury found Sutton guilty of second-degree murder and other charges after he's accused of forcing Hilton Brown out of an alley before the crash. Zabowski was convicted of obstruction charges after both officers are accused of turning off their body cameras and joining together on a story that didn't add up, according to prosecutors. Witnesses in the courtroom say Hilton Brown's mother had an outburst at the reading of the verdict and was taken out of the courtroom. At D.C. District Court, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A police reform law designed to open misconduct investigation to Maryland residents is under attack. But the law's supporters are fighting back. Several civil rights groups are asking a judge to uphold Maryland's Anton's Law. It's a new law that allows anyone access to misconduct records linked to individual police officers. The ACLU and the Maryland Coalition for Justice and Police Accountability want the judge to strike down a deal between Montgomery County leaders and the police union that alerts an officer when someone requests their personnel file. It also reveals the identity of who's asking for them. Montgomery County Councilman Will Jawando supports the civil rights organizations. The, the balance has just been out of balance, frankly, for a long time, where the people with all the power and authority have the least transparency and accountability. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. Now, WTOP has reached out to the Fraternal Order of Police Lodge 35 in Montgomery County about the court case. We've yet to hear back from them. Coming up here on WTOP, some people say it is absolutely amazing that Ukraine's president is even here in our area right now, given that his country is very much at war. This is a sign that Zelensky is confident enough in his country and his country's ability where they stand right now, that he feels comfortable leaving for a short time, and also the importance of that visit. That is Leanne Caldwell with The Washington Post. We'll hear more from her coming up here as we're about 20, 25 minutes away from the Ukrainian leader's address before Congress. Stay with us.
People with disabilities face an unemployment rate twice that of people without disabilities. That's not what equity looks like. Economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. Melwood educates and partners with organizations to build a more inclusive workforce and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. What's your role in the equity equation? To learn more about how your company can diversify its workforce by recruiting and hiring people with disabilities, visit melwood.org. It's 708. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. And we'll start in Virginia. Southbound on 95, it's still slow from Lorton over the Occoquan in the main lanes in the express lanes. Before Prince William Parkway, the police activity remains and getting my single file to the left. 66 is doing all right for the most part, though. Not a whole lot going on on 395 and on the Beltway. Things have nearly cleared out. Inner loop only briefly slow getting up to the American Legion Bridge in the district. Outbound on Canal Road after Arizona Avenue. There is a crash along the right side and listener finds the crash. Southbound 9th Street Tunnel still there uh, along the left side of the roadway about midway in the tunnel. And around the Capitol, uh, portions of Constitution, Independence, and East Capitol uh, blocked off, of course, because of um, all the uh, goings-on at the Capitol tonight. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway on the Maryland side doing all right. 197, that is still closed uh, between Powder Mill and Old Laurel Bowie Road because of utility work. And Route 5 southbound on uh, Mount Woman Beantown Road at Acton Lane still on the scene of a crash. 50 getting out to the Bay Bridge is running pretty well. And no delays to report up and down 270 right now. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron with us. Doug, great to check in with you again. Take us through our local situation and uh, areas north and west. Yeah, you know, no problems tonight. You know, We're going to see that rain move in during the morning hours tomorrow. You mentioned north and west. We're talking about areas closer to the Blue Ridge, uh, western Loudoun County, parts of uh, Frederick County as well, under a winter weather advisory, northern Fauquier under a winter weather advisory for tomorrow morning and then farther to the west into West Virginia and western Maryland. There's actually a winter storm warning. So I do think it'll be mostly, if not all, rain around the D.C. metro area. So roads will be wet out to the west. However, there will be some areas of snow and ice uh, along areas of uh, uh, 66 towards Front Royal, uh, towards I-70. I as you make your way from Frederick towards Hagerstown, could be a little bit of an issue there. Farther to the west around Frostburg, back towards Deep Creek Lake, could see a couple of inches of snow. That's why we have the uh, winter storm warning there. And then everybody transitions over to just plain rain during the afternoon on Thursday. And we're going to see temperatures on the rise. Temperatures rising into the mid to upper 40s, maybe even near 50 degrees in D.C. on Thursday night before we get to Friday. And boy, I'll tell you, Friday is going to be uh, one amazing day weather. We're going to start off with those milder temperatures early in the morning, and then the cold front moves through. It's going to move through around 6, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning with a little bit in the way of some rain or snow, and that rain could actually change to snow. It could be a little bit of a burst of snow, too, so it might come down pretty good for a good 15, 20-minute period here, maybe even a little bit of a coating on some of the uh, area surfaces, not the roads on Friday, but then the temperatures plummet. By Friday evening, I'm expecting a wind chill between 0 and 15 below zero. I mean, we're talking some incredible cold for our area. This is type, the type of weather we see every few years, not the not the type of weather we expect every winter. So it is definitely going to be on the cold side. Going for a high temperature on Saturday of only 24. Wind chills in the single digits and teens all day. And then Christmas, 
we're thinking this is going to be the coldest Christmas we've seen in over 20 years in our area. One of the top 10 coldest uh, Christmases ever, potentially. Yikes. Doug, a Friday, we're expecting some wind. Can w- Might that help at all, drying roads out before we get to the skating rink mode? Yeah, you know, a lot of people have been asking about that uh, flash freeze that, that, it, that could happen. I really do think the wind is going to help. I think once the cold front moves through, the sun comes out as well. So there will be moisture on the roadways, uh, but the wind is going to do its job to dry the roads. The sun will do its job to dry the roads, and the cars will do their jobs to, to dry the roads. The one area I'm concerned Concerned about is going to be areas where you're driving through a lot of trees, where there's not a lot of sunshine, and there may not be as as much wind as well. There will be some wet areas that may transfer over to ice as a result of that colder air rushing in here uh, as we move on through the day on Friday. Doug, thank you very much. We'll talk soon. You bet. Doug Cameron, he's Storm Team Force Chief Meteorologist. Roslyn at 37, other parts of the area close to freezing. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It is 7-12. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky pays a defiant warm t- wartime visit to Washington this evening to thank U.S. leaders and, in his words, ordinary Americans for their support in fighting off Russia's invasion. He's also thanking the nation for continued aid in the brutal months to come. President Biden spoke earlier at a White House news conference as the leaders marked a milestone in the war. 300 days since Putin launched an unprovoked, unjustified, all-out assault on the free people of Ukraine. 300 days of Ukrainian people showing Russia and the world their steel backbone. Now, during the same emotional White House appearance, Zelensky said inhuman beings have invaded his country. Dimitri talks about the significant trip for the wartime leader with Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell. Around the Capitol, some members are comparing it to Winston Churchill. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi did in his visit, you know, decades ago. Also, Senator Roy Blunt, a Republican, said something similar, that this is just a great moment for the United States, a great moment of solidarity for the Ukrainians and the Ukrainian people against Russia. And so very few people around the Capitol knew about this. It came as a surprise to almost everyone. But his visit is important because people who are wanting to give their unabashed support to Zelensky and to the Ukrainians say that this is very critical. It comes as Congress is appropriating about to pass a bill that would give about $45 billion of aid to Ukraine. It comes as House Republicans are expected to take control of the House in January, where there's going to be a lot more skepticism and a lot more oversight into that money that is given to Ukraine, and it could be much more difficult to pass. And so this is really a critical moment as winter is bearing down in the country to ensure and to solidify American support. Is it almost a reality right now that Zelensky will have to make do with far less from the U.S. next year? So it's interesting because the funding bill that is passing right now um, has more money than what even President Biden suggested. He wanted about $37 billion and he's getting a bit more than $45 billion. And part of that seems to be because to pad the, the funding a little bit more to make it last a little bit longer. There's still overwhelming bipartisan support for Ukraine and to continue to fund to aid Ukraine, both humanitarian and from a weapons standpoint. 
but it could be a bit more difficult. It's going to be a challenge for Kevin McCarthy, who is going to come under a lot of pressure to not relying on Democrats to support legislation. So it's still too early to tell, but we can say that there's going to be a lot more scrutiny next year on any sort of funding for Ukraine. On Skype, that's Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell. She's also the co-author of The Early 202. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And we're headed to Rob Woodfork. All right, the last game of tonight's college basketball slate, uh, the local college basketball slate anyway, underway down in Richmond. VCU hosting Navy in a cross-conference clash. And early on, the midshipmen out to an 11-2 run to start that game. 21st-ranked Virginia Tech coming up on halftime at Boston College, leading 30-22 to 22 late in that first half. In some final scores, Howard has uh, won three in a row. They get by Mount St. Mary's 63-62. Steve Settle the third. His only basket happened to be the game winner. Old Dominion, also a one-point winner over George Mason, 78-77. They're now 7-0 at home. And Coppin State also undefeated at home. They beat James Madison in double overtime, 107-100. On the women's side, 15th-ranked Maryland put an 88-51 beating on Purdue, Fort Wayne. It's now three straight wins. They're undefeated on the road. The Washington Commanders also better away than they are at home, so it might be good to face the 49ers out west on a short week. We'll uh, hear from offensive coordinator Scott Turner coming up at 745 who happens to be a man I called out in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 717. Okay, you've got your gloves, scarf, earmuffs, and hat ready. But the frigid winter weather we're expecting also brings the serious risk of frozen pipes. There are precautionary steps that every homeowner can take that make sense and are achievable without having to go through a lot of expense. Art Shapiro, acting director of the Howard County Department of Public Works, says you can wrap or insulate exposed pipes that are susceptible to freezing temperatures. Heat taping, um, that's uh, essentially... A, an electric cable, which is designed to be strapped to an exposed pipe. He said you can get that and other insulation products at your local hardware store. Very easy to do. That requires no tools, and um, it's actually very inexpensive. Other tips include shutting the water off when you're leaving for an extended period of time and installing an automatic water shutoff. See a full list of tips at WTOP.com. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Now to the top stories we're working on on WTOP. President Biden and Ukrainian President Zelensky say they are standing together for freedom and against Russia's brutal invasion nearly a year ago. The visiting leader addresses Congress in about 15 minutes or so. A winter weather advisory begins at 4 tomorrow morning for people in Frederick County, Maryland, and western Loudoun and Fauquier counties in Virginia. All of us are expecting heavy rain all day tomorrow. Two D.C. police officers are found guilty after a deadly chase of a man on a scooter more than two years ago. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. At 718, traffic and weather on the 8s. Back to Bob in the traffic center. All around the Beltway, things have all but cleared up. 95 southbound, listener found a new crash after Lorton before Route 1, but it's all on the left shoulder for now until the uh, responders get there. That's in the main lanes, and it does slow just a bit over the Yonkaquan and the express lanes. The police activity before Prince William Parkway is now on the right shoulder, but still there to be seen. But that's only affecting the express lane. 66 is running well in both directions. And in Maryland on uh, 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, things are running pretty well for the most part. Um, things are uh, looking great on 270 as well. We do have a couple of Beltway slowdowns. Uh, inner loop from Georgetown Pike, really, um, getting up to the American Legion Bridge and outer loop from Telegraph Road in the district. Southbound 9th Street Tunnel had the crash along the left side. 
and also uh, closures around the Capitol on Capitol Streets for tonight's address there. Maryland still has the crash southbound Matterwoman Beantown Road at Acton Lane, and 197 is still closed for utility work in Laurel. Between Powder Mill and Old Laura Bowie Road. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. First tracking rain and pockets of a wintry mix Thursday on into Friday. And then throughout the day on Friday, a dramatic temperature drop that could lead to a flash freeze. Well, that's unlikely. It is the worst case scenario. And worth mentioning, then over the Christmas weekend, we're talking about one of the coldest Christmas days on record with temperatures in the 20s and wind chills both Saturday and Sunday in the single digits and teens. We'll have a temperature drop on Friday from 45 during the morning hours to 20 by the late afternoon and evening hours. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Yeah, it is getting chillier out there. We're looking at uh, 33 degrees in Leesburg now. In Laurel, 32. And we have 36 in the nation's capital. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. 720 on WTOP. Just dipping in here to hear that crowd noise. So many lawmakers all gathered together on Capitol Hill tonight waiting for the speech to a joint meeting of Congress by Vladimir Zelensky, the Ukrainian leader, just in from Ukraine, war-torn Ukraine. We're going to keep you updated on WTOP throughout the night. It's 720. Stay with us. Do you have a heating and air emergency? If so, you need a HAC 911. Call 301-939-0499 or visit our website, HAC911.com backslash DC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The chilly temperatures are setting in now and it's not even winter yet. Call HAC 911 before you're left out in the cold. Don't let your house turn into an ice box. Keep your home warm all season long with the heating and air experts from HAC 911. Our technicians are fast and reliable. So when you're faced with an emergency, you don't have to wait long for relief. Call 301-939-0499 or visit our website, hac911.com backslash DC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. HAC 911 has DC's most skilled and experienced contractor ready to service your furnace and air conditioning system. Call 301-939-0499 or visit us online at hac911.com backslash DC. Brought to you by Steamfair's Local 602. It's 721. Hello, I am Cardinal Wilton Gregory of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Washington. Each of us has a favorite Christmas memory that makes us smile. We remember great family gatherings, and for many of you, that includes being with children and young families at an afternoon Christmas Eve Mass, the peacefulness of a midnight Mass, or the radiance of Mass on Christmas morning. Christmas memories are rooted in God's love, Christmas encourages us to see beyond the manger the mystery that Jesus Christ, born of Mary, comes to bring God's mercy, grace, and truth. This Christmas, I invite you to reflect on Jesus coming as a tiny child so many years ago in a manger and the grace of his presence in our lives each day. As we celebrate the birth of Christ, may the peace of Christ be with you always. At least one home sold every day. That's the Jennifer Young Home Story. This is Dave Johnson. And one reason, Jennifer's Coming Soon program. That tests the market as you prepare your home for sale. That starts the line for buyers interested in your home. And Jennifer Young Homes has over 15,000 buyers in their database ready to look at your home. Jennifer Young Homes marketing worked for me. Let them work for you. Go ahead, call Jennifer today at 877-611-SELL or go online to JenniferYoungHomes.com or Google Jennifer Young Homes and consider your home sold.
Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. This is WTOP News. 723. President Biden stood alongside Ukraine's Vladimir Zelensky at the White House today to show his support for the Ukrainian nation. Today, I'm announcing the next tranche of our security assistance to Ukraine. $1.85 billion package of security assistance that includes both direct transfers of equipment to you that Ukraine needs, as well as contracts to supply ammunition Ukraine will need in the months ahead for its artillery, its tanks, and its rocket launchers. Now, up next for President Zelensky, an address to Congress. Uh, members of Congress have gathered now on Capitol Hill. We are waiting to see him. We will, of course, pass along what he had to say throughout the evening. Major political news out of Israel tonight. The nation's designated prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, says he's formed a new coalition, setting the stage for him to return to power as leader of the most right-wing Israeli government ever. The announcement came weeks after difficult negotiations with his partners, who still need to finalize their power-sharing deals with Netanyahu's Likud party. Netanyahu says the new government is poised to be formally sworn into office, in his words, as soon as possible. Tracking down and convicting people who sexually abuse kids. Some local prosecutors are talking about recent successes. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy says with no statute of limitations. Whenever someone who has been abused feels comfortable coming forward. It's never too late for a child sex abuse victim to seek justice. We want them to come forward. One of those convicted this month, 60-year-old Jose Palacios, was found guilty of abusing two girls, with the initial victim waiting more than a decade before telling her story. And she did not come forward until she found out that he was abusing a younger relative. In all, Brave Boy announced convictions in four different cases this month. She says in these four cases, as is often the case, the victims were victimized by someone they know. John Dome in WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 and Jeff Claybaugh. A Wednesday rally on Wall Street. The Dow finished the day up 526 points. Nike stock jumped 14% after reporting a better-than-expected quarter for sales. Bank of America has partnered with nonprofit Operation Hope to open free financial education centers for low-income individuals inside bank branches. Barnes & Noble is opening more stores and it's closing now, including 30 new stores next year. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Prime members, save big at Whole Foods Market. Get 20% off bone-in beef rib roast and steaks through December 25th while supplies last. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Just ahead on WTOP, Ukraine's president will speak to a joint meeting of Congress on Capitol Hill. He's expected to start his remarks in a few minutes. We will have the latest for you again after traffic and weather. It's 726. And just a quick note, Brennan, we want to tell people they can watch live at WTOP.com as this gets underway. Reliable transportation is often the deciding factor in a family's ability to escape poverty. While the car business has been turned upside down and car donations have become scarce, the number of local families needing reliable transportation has not changed. Your car donation to Vehicles for Change will help a local family not only get a job, but get their children to daycare, after-school activities, and doctor appointments. The process is easy, and you may qualify for the highest possible tax deduction. Visit VehiclesForChange.org and donate your car today.